Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Hallelujah. Close your eyes and let us pray. Father, thanks a million for this wonderful opportunity to be in your presence. Speak your word to us in a way that will understand. Let our lives be transformed. Let us be advanced. Let us move forward in our walk with you. We desire a deeper walk with you. We want to be close to you. We want to walk with you. Mighty Holy Spirit, visit us. Minister to us. Strengthen us. Help us to fulfill your will for our lives. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Well, we want to continue our series on honoring. Amen. Amen. And we are talking about levels of honor. Amen. Amen. Levels of honor. When it comes to honor, there are levels. And the Bible tells us that render unto all their dues. Render to everybody what they are dues. Tribute to whom it is due. Custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, and then honor to whom honor. Amen. Amen. So different people deserve different things in our lives. Amen. Amen. Different people in our lives, different, they, 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 we have to give them different things. They deserve different things. Number one, God is somebody we must honor. Amen. We must learn to honor God. If we don't learn to honor God, we don't bring life to our relationship with God. So God just becomes something that is some abstract imagination, like some wind or some cloud in the air. But to make your walk and your relationship with God real, we have to learn to honor God. The Bible says, honor the Lord with your substance. Solomon gives us advice that we must learn to honor God. Amen. Amen. Learn to honor God. Honor God by showing him respect. God asked the children of Israel to keep the Sabbath as a sign of respect to him or reverence. Another word for honor is reverence. Amen. Amen. We said you must honor the Holy Spirit. If we don't learn to honor the Holy Spirit, I mean you have your quiet time or you have a leading, the Holy Spirit speaking to you, you don't obey. Look, David's life was just made up of how he honored the voice of the Holy Spirit. His own flesh was telling him something else. I mean, if you are living with a king like Saul, who has a mental problem? Because when his mental problem comes, the Bible says when the spirit comes on, his mental problem comes, he throws spears at people. This is such a dangerous person to be with. And the Bible says that when David had the opportunity to kill him, his friends were telling him, kill this guy and let's be free. But he was there and he thought, no, you don't kill anointed people. You don't, you, don't, you don't touch people who are anointed. So he decided, hey, 
the Holy Spirit is speaking to me, I will do it. Many of us, the Spirit of the Lord speaks to us. We don't even bother. We don't use it for anything. I mean, oh, what, what was this? Oh, it's not real. Eh? But honor the Holy Spirit. Honor Jesus. Jesus said, he that receives you, receives me. And he that receives me, receives him that sent me. Hallelujah. So Jesus said, the way you will show that you honor me is by receiving the people I've sent to you. Who are the people that God has sent to you? Who are the people that have been sent to you by the Lord? You show. You see, when we say honor Jesus, Jesus knows that if you ask anybody, do you honor them? say, yes, 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 but in reality we won't. So he gives you a real something in front of you to honor. Then we can see practically that you are honoring. Amen. May you honor the people that are sent to you. We said, honor your prophet, honor your pastor, honor your father, honor fathers. Last Sunday's drama was about honoring fathers. Amen. Sometimes some of us just watch the drama without even listening to what is going on. We are listening for jokes. Yeah, we are listening for jokes. Instead of listening to what the film stars are saying. Last Sunday's drama was about a girl who was very disrespectful to his, called Acacia or something like that. Disrespectful to, his, to her father. And then she, he, she met somebody, a friend who had now been converted, who used to be the same as her, and has now been converted. And the friend was, go and apologize to your father. There are some of you, you have to go and apologize to your parents. Or else, or else a curse will fall upon you. You have to go back to your mother and say, Mother, I'm sorry for the way I treat you. I'm sorry for my behavior. I'm sorry for my rudeness. And then the girl changed. But you sit down, you watch the drama without even thinking about it. What are they trying to say? What, is, what are the film stars saying? You are just listening for a certain joke. You must give, you must give your Christ to life. And then, <laughs> that's all you hear. That's all you <laughs> That's all you heard through the drama. That they said, lift up your, dear Lord Jesus, lift up your hand. Then you say, lift up your hand. That's all you heard. Meanwhile, the theme of the drama was that, honor your parents. Honor your father. We are all somebody's children. You see, this applies to all of us because then we, have, we all have somebody to honor. Then we said also, honor your husbands. That was the hot that was the hot part. Anna, Anna, your husband. Hallelujah. Then we looked at levels of Anna. Amen. We looked at different. We said when it comes to Anna, there are levels. And we said the first level of Anna is what? To recognize the person you are dealing with. In Mark chapter 6, Jesus is walking with his disciples. He, he, he's, he goes to his hometown to preach to them. The Bible says he did mighty works in that place. But when he got there, believe you me, they were rather angry. They said, who is this? Is this not the carpenter's son? Is this not Mary's son? Are his brothers not with us? Simon, Joseph, Judah, are they all not here with us? And James? Don't we know him? Since when did he become a pastor? And the Bible says, and they were offended at him. They were, they were angry because they couldn't tell that, look, this same carpenter is now the son of God. This same carpenter is the anointed 
man of God. Hallelujah. The same carpenter, is it better? The same carpenter is the anointed man that we know. Amen. And Bible says, Jesus said, a prophet is not without honor, except when he comes to his own house. Except when he comes to his own house. A lot of pastors are not honored in their own churches. A lot of pastors are not honored. I was telling, I think, Lungstar or something that. It's like when I'm traveling, as soon as I hit the road, then now I feel anointed. It's like, that, it's like the anointing works with trips. Because where you are going, they don't know you. They, 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 are, they are just full of admiration, full of awe. When they see full of expectation, everything. But those who are at home, they know all your jokes. They know all your stories. When you start, they know where it is going. They can even finish the message for you. So, I mean, yeah, just hurry up and let's go. Just hurry up and let's go. Just hurry up and let's go. Hallelujah. So, Jesus said a prophet is supposed to be honored in his country. But, unfortunately, that's not what happens. The Bible says there he could not do many things. It's time to recognize people when they come into your life. Jesus said to the children of Israel, until you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, you will not see the glory of God. Until you look at it and say, that's why he was walking with his own disciples on the way to Emmaus. And as he was talking, their hearts were moved, but they didn't recognize that it was Jesus. It's when he disappeared, then they said, ah, this is Jesus. This is Jesus. Hallelujah. So let us learn to recognize people. And I said, even the way you recognize somebody is by acknowledging the person's presence. Acknowledging that the person has come. And I told you, when we were children, when our parents come home, no matter what time, we go and meet them at the car. Even we go and open the gate. Yeah. We go and open the gate. If you look in my mouth, you see that I have a broken teeth in my mouth. I was going to open the gate for my father, and the gate hit my mouth, and my teeth cracked. Up to today. Anytime I feel it, it reminds me of that thing. Yeah, just going to, I opened, and it hit me, you know. And then by the time I realized, my teeth had broken. Yeah. To go and open the nights like you open, you are sleeping. You wake up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of us come to church, we are praying. You don't even care. You don't, you don't care. You are just on your phone, pressing your phone, joking around, talking to somebody, all kinds of... It's like you don't recognize that you have come into the presence of God. We don't recognize it. I also said that you see there are husbands in the house. When the husband comes, so you see the wife, who even wake up? To acknowledge that the, the man, man of the house has come. So I've already changed into my pajamas. Or my onesie. So I can't come out. I can't come out. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I had a story recently. One day, a certain, a certain wife, the husband came home late. So she, the next day she said to the husband that, oh, did you come? Why didn't you wake me up? 
Then the husband said, look, let's be serious. I've been married to you for five years. I know you. You won't wake up. I know you. Five years I've been married to you. I know you. You won't wake up. The, the husband said, look, stop, stop. Don't, 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 don't say something because it's past and gone. So you are saying something to make it sound as though. No, no, no. You won't wake up. Many of you are like that. You won't wake up. Your mother is cooking in the kitchen. You are busy in the room playing video games. Playing, just playing video games. But you won't even come out. No wonder you can't cook. You can't do anything. You can't keep a house. Yeah. You won't even come. So let me continue this story. So this lady came to see me and asked me, is is there something wrong? I said, there's something brutally wrong. Brutally wrong. There's something brutally wrong. I to go home and apologize to your husband, you wicked wife. You wicked wife, go home and kneel down and tell your husband, I'm very sorry for my rude and indecent behavior. You are making your face like that. I've not even started with Look, today I'm just getting comfortable with the setup. So half of my mind is shaking just to keep the thing stable. Go and kneel down as a wife and say, please forgive me. Please forgive me. Ah, of all the girls in the world, he has chosen you. To marry you, you won't honor him, you won't show him respect. It's, it's sad, it's pathetic. Look, there are a lot of people whose marriages are, are broken because of these things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stop looking at me like I've caused a problem. I'm telling you the truth. Their marriages are, I mean, some of there, there are some wives when they I've had feedback on this message from different parts of the world. They wish they were now marrying afresh so they can start from zero, so they can start from zero. Because they themselves, by their rude and bad behavior, have destroyed their marriages. They, some of them, they have not divorced. So, but it's like you have two tenants in the house. He doesn't. Look, you should be afraid when you are at home with your husband. He doesn't ask you that. Do this for me. Do this. For me. You should ask, what have I done? Yeah. What, what, what have I done? Please. Is there something? Is there a reason why you don't ask me to do You want to do your own. You just go to the kitchen and you make your own food. There must be a reason. There must be a reason. Because every man enjoys being served. I said, every man enjoys being served. So if he's not asking you to serve him, there must be a reason. And the reason cannot be him. The reason is you. And there must be a reason. Maybe it's my husband. It's not your husband. It's you. It's you. You see, I I told her, go home and beg your husband. Apologize. Some of you can't even apologize. To just say sorry. To just say sorry for what you, you, you do or you don't do. You won't even say sorry. Go home and apologize. And when you apologize, you will see something will change. Something will change. Something will change. Yeah. Somebody say amen. I said something will change. When you go home and you say, look, I'm sorry. I've just realized that I am some way. I am very, 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 very some way. Yes, I'm very, I've been very wicked too. Look, if you're a wife, your goal should make your husband the king of kings and the lord of lords in your house. You should make your husband feel like, look, in this house, I'm a king. When I step into my, my, my workplace, I'm a messenger. But when I come to my house, I'm a king. And like I said, 
Those of you who are looking at me and say, ask for me, I'm not yet a wife. It's not talking to me. It's talking to Lady Pastor Della and then uh, Melanie. You are the one I'm talking to. They just happen to be the ones in front, but you are the one I'm talking to. You, you better learn quickly. So let me continue. So she went to apologize to that. Many of you, when we talk to you, you won't change your behavior. You just keep the law. Oh, I should go and apologize. Hey, my husband will feel very good though. <laughs> <laughs> No, my husband will feel too good. Um, no, okay. I'll just go and then he'll start to raise his shoulders. So I'm going to go home. I won't, I won't say anything. I'll just be moving the house and then start to be nice. It's like I'm being nice. He will get the message. Being nice is not the same as apologizing. Ah, Sumar, I love you that we told you. We have not even married you. We just said I love you. You, 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 you can't even apologize when you are wrong. Ladies, let me tell you, your beauty is not enough. You can turn your head, you see somebody who is more beautiful than you. More beautiful than you are. Yeah. If, if you think you are the most beautiful girl in the church, after church, come and see me. I will show you somebody. We don't have to go home and come. I'll show you somebody who is more beautiful than you. Tonight, tonight, not tomorrow. Yeah. And your beauty, listen. Hey, your beauty is not enough. Oh, that you have made your nails. So, please, acrylic, acrylic, chrome. Acrylic nails. So, it's not enough. It's, even the nails, eh, it gets in our way. When, when you touch us, it scratches us. It's a hazard. Your nails are a hazard. The nails that you use to touch us. It's a hazard. It's like cloth. You have a very long nail there. It's like, yeah, yeah. My nails, my nails, my nails, my... Your nails is not taking you. It's not enough. It's not enough. I'm telling you. Listen. Sometimes, bad attitude, eh, it covers everything that you... Because of your bad... We can't even look at you. We don't even see the beauty. You have made longer. Your hair is as long as an India. Go to India and see if all of them have husbands. Go to India and see. No, not far. Just go to Nordale. Or, or, they are there. <laughs> oh, race stop. Don't go far. Race stop. Just here. Yeah, just go there. You and ask them, the ones with their long hair, if they are all married. Yeah. Yeah. It's not by long hair, darling. It's not by long hair. It's not by makeup. It's not by beauty. Beauty is just look, beauty is like a door. It makes us notice you. But after we have noticed you, what is behind the door will determine whether we'll stay in the house. Yeah, whether we'll stay in the house. What is behind the door is what determines whether we'll stay in the house. Yeah, beauty is not enough. I'm telling you, a beauty that after two children you will lose. A beauty that after two children is gone. You always have to wear oversized clothes. 
so that you cover the things you don't want us to see. Oh, please. Every day you are wearing a gown like a bishop and you are moving around. That's, that's all we see. <laughs> hey! So back to the story. I'm te- I think tonight is just about the story. It's, a te- it's actually a testimony. So this lady, she went home and she apologized to her husband. Yeah, she went home and she apologized to her husband. And she told me, my husband started to smile. He looked very happy. He looked very happy that I humbled myself to say, I'm sorry. He looked very happy. She told me, my husband, when he's cooking, he cooks alone. But for the first time, he was cooking and he said, can you come and cut these things for me? Can you come and carry? It, it, it means the thing had ministered to you. So now, now you are somebody who can take instruction. It means five years you have not been taking instruction. Yeah. How did your mother train you? How? How? Or you were not there to receive the training? Your mother was training, but you were absent. You did the UNISA long distance. Yeah. She told me herself. My husband was very happy when I said to you. When we talk, you even go and apologize to your mother. You are sitting there raising your time. Why should I go and tell my mother? This message is not for me. She said, my mother, she deserves it. She deserves it. Thank you very much. You sit there. There will be no change. Yeah. Hello? Hi. Number two, we said what? What did we say was number two? To listen to him. As I'm preaching, you must be listening. You must be smiling. You must be clapping. You must be cheering on. You must be listening. Listen, when somebody is talking to you and you're listening to the person gladly, it encourages the person to talk to you freely. Yeah, it encourages the person to talk to you freely. But when you are there, you, you, you have a frown. And why is he talking about the ladies? Why is all the preaching about the ladies? What should we talk about? Is that not the point in the message? Is that not the point? The, if the point said, Anna wives, we'll be talking about that. But the point says, Anna husbands. What again do you want us to say? Then you make a face. It's like your face is there. Like, I mean, like they've drawn the African map in darkness. It's like they were joined them up, but it was dark, so he couldn't see like that. Boom. Yeah, stay too load shedding. You should listen gladly, happily, excited. Hallelujah. You see, your husband is talking to you. You have made your face. You are watching TV. He's here when you are watching TV. Yes, if we are all watching TV and we are chatting, that's fine. But it's like he's passing, he's talking to you. You can't, you, you, you are not even listening. Your mind is not even on you. You even listen happily. So when he doesn't talk to you anymore, then you come and say, Bishop, he doesn't talk to me anymore. Why should he talk to you? Last time he was talking to you, you were not listening. Yeah, he's ignoring me. He doesn't talk to you anymore. If you listen to him, anybody who listens to you, glad when you see them, you start to talk a lot. You start to talk a lot. When I go to play tennis, the people I play tennis with, they make me talk, uh, then sometimes even... <laughs> yeah! They make me... Because 
no matter, look, some, sometimes the things we are discussing is so hot that you wonder, can we play the tennis after? Yes, we will play. <laughs> they make me talk. But there are some people, even the way they are in a hurry, you are talking to them or they are text. Yeah, or they are in a hurry to go. Look, don't get a feeling that we don't have anybody to talk to. We have more people to talk to than we can talk to. So when you feel that, look, we are bothering you, then we just, that's why our relationship with you is usually hello, hi, hello, hi. There's nothing to say. There's nothing to, because you don't, you don't position yourself in such a way that you'll be talked to. Say amen. Amen. Say another amen. Amen. Yeah. Listen to, we have podcasts. We have podcasts. This morning, I asked them to make a change on our podcast. The person who picked the thing to ask to remind that we should make the change. You see, we change it to this one. The person is not here. The person is a bishop in another country. He picked it and said, ah, oh, I think I should tell my brother they need to change this. So then he sent me, can you please change this thing? Yeah, because it, used, it, it still says Reverend Daniel Halley. Then he sent me and said, brother, levels don't change. Let them change this thing. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, levels don't change. Yeah. You are just a church member. You have even led one person to Christ. You won't listen happily. When the word of God is coming, you won't listen with, with gladness. Bishop's podcast is all over. Different people are listening. Show his church members, you won't listen. It's so sad. It's so sad. If you want to honor somebody, you listen to them and you listen to them gladly. Yeah, sometimes I'm having meetings with people. You can see they are checking their watch. As soon as they check their watch, I also check my watch. And then I decide that the meeting is over. They also, as soon as they check their watch, I also check. And my watch works. Check their watch. I check my watch. Oh, yeah. Sometimes they think I'm not watching, but I'm watching. I'm watching. If it's not like I'm watching, I see. I see. We were playing tennis the other day. Lungani said something to the other guy. When he said it to the other guy, I I said something. Then he said to the other guy, Bishop's ears are very, very sharp. (laughs) Because he whispered to him. They are on the other side of the court. And we are on the other side. So he whispered something to him. Then, Then I said, do A, B, and C. Then he said, he whispered again to the other guy, Bishop's ears are very sharp. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's a default setting. By the time I realize I've seen, so as soon as I see that, oh, okay. Then I also check my, okay. Then I decide the meeting is over. Then, you see, two minutes, three minutes, the, the meeting is ended. Then you can go. Then those who really want to just listen gladly, then we sit down with them. Then when we talk to them, there's no time. We are just talking. Even Sunday, I said I wanted to share a story here. Then I said, no, not here. When I went downstairs, those who listened to me gladly came. Then I shared the story with them. When they came, they said, huh, Bishop, you said some story. I said, let me share it with you. You are the guys who want to hear the story. And that's why I'm not sharing it today. Some people ask me, will you share it on Tuesday? I said, I've already shared it. It's finished. It's finished. If you were not there, you have missed it. Listen gladly. You listen to the person happily. Hallelujah. Number three, we said that what? Change your behavior. 
third level of honoring somebody is to change your behavior because somebody spoke to you. Change your behavior. Change your behavior. Make a change. So we have fathers who gave us, after the flesh, who gave us instructions. And we obeyed them. We obeyed them. Why would we not listen to God, who is the father of spirits, and live? When somebody gives you counsel, the way you honor the person is by changing. As I've talked, I mean, I've entered into a season that I'm talking about wives. I want to see wives changing. I want to see your husband come and tell me that, man, please, my house, I am the king of kings. Yeah. I want to see your husband say, Bishop, I want to give you an offering. (laughs) I want to give you an offering. Until then, until your behavior has changed. That's why God said, these people, they honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. It's like their hearts are far away. But their lips, they can talk. We love you, Bisha. We love you, Bisha. Shame on you. You won't even do what you have been asked to do. Yeah, you even do what you have been asked to do. Hallelujah. Sometimes they sit down, you are doing something that is wrong. We say, stop it. Stop it. You won't even move. You won't even bat an eye. You won't stop. We'll be watching you and you won't stop. So, who is your pastor? Oh, Bishop Daniels. It's my, my, my. Then you put me as your DP. Remove it. <laughs> remove it. I, t- I am saying remove it. If you won't change, remove it. Yeah. So, oh, this is your pastor. Yeah. But I mean, when I talk to you, don't do it. Sit down with you. Spend time to count. Don't do this. Stop. This thing is wrong. Stop it. You won't stop. You keep doing it, and even doing it even worse than before. Hey, my God! I can man. I like the way today you are looking at me. Yeah. This is how I like it when I'm preaching. You should be, yeah. Amen. Amen. You won't change. I say you won't change. It's like hope. Oh, hey, waiting. Do you know waiting? Waiting, man, no see before waiting. Then you are just there. You won't change. You won't change. Meanwhile, by your changing, do you see? Your change, changing your behavior actually shows how much you respect the person who spoke to you. And I said, if you are in a relationship or a marriage and there's nobody who can talk to you or your husband, you are in a dangerous marriage. You are in a dangerous marriage. Because as for madness, we all have a little. Or at least something small there. Oh, madness is a wide range of something small. Something small. So it comes from time to time. And when it comes, there must be somebody to tell you that no, this is not the way you should go. This is not what you should do. Don't you can't do no stop it. No, you don't have anybody who will tell you stop what you are doing. Hey, it's a serious case. Somebody says it's a serious case. So when you are talked to, you change. Amen. Hey, but you have never talked to me about anything before. I preach to you all the time. I preach to you all the time. In the preaching, there are so many things that are directed to you. All the preaching is directed to you. I say all the from the big, from the hallelujah to the amen is directed to you. 
Take it and change. Take it and change. Hallelujah. I'm talking about paying tithe. Rise up and start paying tithe. That's how I will know that the talking that I'm talking to you, you have received it. Change your behavior. Like I said, God equated the children of Israel celebrating the Sabbath as reverence, as honor. That's how he knew that they were honoring him. Remember the Sabbath and reverence me. It's as simple as that. Number four. The fourth level of honor is by receiving the messenger of the person you are trying to honor. Receiving the people that are sent to you by the one that you are trying to honor. So if you are trying to honor God, it's how you receive his message. Matthew 10, 40, Jesus said, He that receiveth you, receives me. And he that receives me, receives him that sends me. You see people's behavior when you send people to them. They can't express themselves to you, so they express themselves to the person you send to them. Luke 20, the Bible talks about, Jesus talks about, talks about a parable. He says, a certain man had a vineyard, and he was traveling, and he brought husbandmen to look after the vineyard. And when it was harvest time, he sent his servant to them. Per adventure, he may get some fruit of them. But the Bible says they beat him and they sent him away empty-handed. Then he sent another servant to them. They stoned that one and they sent him also empty-handed. Then he sent a third one to them also, the same behavior. Then the Bible says in verse 13, he said, what shall I do? Then he said, I will send my son. That per adventure, when they see him, they will reverence him. They will respect him and receive him. But look, when he sent his son and they saw his son, rather they said, wow, that is the heir. Let us kill him. Rather, let us kill him. So that the inheritance becomes ours. Then he asked a question, what will the owner of the vineyard, the master of the vineyard, do to this husband when he comes? He says he will kill them and take the vineyard from them. And the Bible says, when they heard it, they said, God forbid. He sent somebody to them. They beat him. Send another one. They beat him. Send a third one. They beat him. Then finally, he sent his son. Then they killed his son. Sometimes you send people to other people. Then you see their rudeness. Now, the rudeness you are displaying to the messenger is not to the messenger. Because the messenger by himself will not come to you. So the rudeness is actually to the main person. Yeah, your, your behavior is actually to them. Sometimes you are on a group. You ask somebody, oh, ask them for this report. Because you didn't ask yourself, they won't respond. They won't even mind the person. Meanwhile, the person who has sent the message has sent the message on your behalf. They won't even mind you. Or they will say copy and not do what the thing has asked them to do. And last Sunday I was explaining to some people that saying copy and not doing or noted, copy, noted, yes, thank you, amen, and not doing what you are being asked to do is even worse. Because even when you don't say copy, we can say, oh, maybe you didn't see it. 
But you have seen it, you have acknowledged it. And if you don't acknowledge it also, it's a different thing altogether. But you have seen that thing, but you won't you, 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 you provide what has been asked. Why? Because Bishop himself didn't come and ask for it. Yeah, Bishop himself didn't come and ask for it. So you won't do it. Church is very quiet. I don't know. Have I said something wrong? <laughs> no, is there a problem? Is there, is there a problem? Then those of you over here, why are you not smiling? Letu, why are you not smiling? Yeah. You see, the way they receive the person that you have sent to them. That's where you see, eh, this guy, say all kinds of things. What you are saying to the person is what you are saying to me. If you were the one I sent and they were saying that to you, would you be happy? Or they were giving you attitude? Would you be happy? Will you be happy? But you see, they won't receive the person that has been sent to them. Meanwhile, like I'm saying, you are actually displaying what you would have displayed to the head. Simple and short. Simple. Number five. <laughs> Number five. Look, how you received me is how you would have received Bishop. We are waiting for Bishop to come to Peter Marysburg so that we can treat him like a king. How you receive me is how you will receive him. Yeah, maybe he will never even come here at all. You will, maybe you will never get that opportunity. So this is the golden opportunity. Let us treat Bishop. Maybe you will not get it. The way his ministry has become, maybe he will never even pass here anymore. Yeah, I mean, we pray that he passes here. No. It's our prayer. But maybe we'll never get that opportunity. How you receive Bishop Larry, it's a reflection of how you would have received Bishop himself. Clearly. Clearly. Number five. Number five is which one? When you honor somebody in their absence, that's number Honoring somebody when they are not there. When they are not there. When they can't see it. When they can't hear it. That's it. When Jesus died, the Bible says a certain man from Arimathea called Joseph. He came and he begged for Jesus' body. And he took Jesus' body. He wrapped it and perfumed it and laid it in a tomb which he had bought. Now, this Joseph of Arimathea, what he was doing, Jesus wouldn't see it. Jesus wouldn't hear it. Jesus wouldn't be there to hear. Jesus was not there to hear him begging for the body and negotiating. All these things, Jesus didn't hear. Many of us, when we want to do something for somebody, we want them to see. Yeah, it's only if they cannot see, I can't do. We want them to see so that they can. It's like we, we, we want a reward. For the honor. So if you can't see, we won't do. This is why you see when people meet you, they smile nicely, they talk to you nicely, they say nice things, but when they are somewhere that you are not there, then they start to talk about you properly. Hmm. These guys. Hmm. These guys. Hmm. When they start to talk in your absence, and Bishop, he thinks he knows everything. Eh? 
<laughs> yeah, when they start to talk in your absence, careful of them. But you should be able to honor somebody even if they will never see. If they will never hear. Because when you honor somebody, it's God who rewards you. God is the ultimate rewarder. God is the ultimate rewarder. So when you honor the person, you should be able to, you should be able to honor people when they, in, they can't see. Yeah. yeah, they can't see. Sometimes people, people do things. Look, you, they do their things and say, don't tell him I did it. Yeah, I don't want him to know that I did it. Just, it is done, it's finished, that's all. Don't tell him that I did it. It's done, it's finished, that's all. Don't, don't let him know that I did it. But sometimes we just, we want the person to see. Dolly, dolly, you must see. Tell your neighbor, dolly, dolly. Amatla, is that you? Wow, surprise. Please clap for Amatla and a corner for me, please. Usually when they are here, I feel their presence. But today it's like they've been able to be there throughout the preaching. I've not even seen them. Yeah. You want everybody to see. One honor you are going to honor. Everybody must see. Everybody must clap for you. We must say thank you, Shawanda. Well done for your nice song. Clap for Shawanda. Shawanda is good. Wow. Even after I finish singing in the choir, when I finish singing the solo and then when we finish with the choir administration, one bishop came here. He didn't even say that. Oh, please let us clap. Even bishop didn't come here to come and watch. Watch, watch me singing. Oh, are you, are you singing for me or you are singing for God? And when we after the rehearsal, we rehearsed the whole of Saturday. We thought that Bishop would come and see us doing the salvation drama. Then he didn't come. Are you doing it for me? Or you are doing it to glorify God? Even LPG didn't come to church at all. When she heard that, when she got to the church, she heard that I was the one dancing. Then she decided she's not coming to church that day. You want people to see so they can clap for you. So they can clap for you. No. You have to learn to honor people even if they can't see. Some of you must learn to do things in honor of Bishop Larry, although he cannot see it. Although he cannot see it. I'm waiting for the day that I go to Madagascar and I'm going to really show myself the, the thing that is in my spirit. We are waiting. Like I said, we are waiting. <laughs> you have to do. As, as I'm here, the one who has sent me to do what I'm, I'm here doing, he doesn't see what I'm doing. He doesn't see it, but I'm doing it. I'm doing it because as for God, he sees I said, ask for God. He sees. God sees anything that God, the Bible says, God that sees in secret shall reward you openly. He shall reward you openly. Hallelujah. I pray that we really learn these things. Really learn these things. Honor somebody in their absence. Do things for you. They can't see. Look, when, when the tithe book we are, looking, we, are, we are going through, you look at the Jews. They describe levels of wealth. How do we know that you are rich? 
And one of the levels is to help somebody without the person knowing that you are helping them. So one of the things they do is that they take people and then they help. Maybe he's paying your school fees till you finish university, but you will never know that he's the one paying your school fees. You will never know. You will never know that he's the one helping you. Sometimes I do things for people. I tell, don't tell them that I'm the one doing it. Don't tell them. Just do it. Let them feel that you are the one doing it. It's, it's okay. I like it like that. I just, it's, it's even better for me like that. It's less pressure. If I stop doing it, they blame you. They don't blame me. Uh-huh. <laughs> they blame you. They don't blame me. Number seven or number six. Honoring someone with sacrificial gifts. I finish with this one. Honoring with sacrificial gifts. Honor the Lord with your substance. You know people are honoring you when they honor you with gifts. Church is quiet. La. They honor you with gifts. And you know they are honoring you. And we say sacrificial because giving is not that easy. When you say honor with so when I have a lot. No, you don't have but you are giving. You know people are honoring you. When they give you gifts, they honor you with their substance. Malachi 1.6, the Bible tells us that a son honoreth his father and a servant his master. If I am your father, where is my honor? Where is my honor? If I am your father, where is my honor? That's the question he was asking. And he was talking about gifts. That's why he said, take your gift to your kings. And see if they will receive it. So there are two types of things. Some, some don't honor at all. At all. They will never give anything to you. Never. You preach to them. You help them. You guide them. When they are in trouble, you are the first person they call. Your number is on speed dial. Yeah. When you are in trouble, you are, they are, you are the first person they call. Boom. Then you have appeared. Yeah, they just take the phone, call Bishop. <laughs> Boom, then they call. Hmm? But they will never, never, when they are blessed, they are full. Never. Ne- I said never. Anna, you with anything. Never. In their hearts, they are just telling you how they see you. That's all. You don't deserve anything as far as they are concerned. Never, I'm telling you, never with a capital name. Never, yeah, never. They will never. They will. You said, look. When I say when they are in trouble, you are the one helping them. Yeah. They call you, then you arrive. When they don't have rent, they call you. You see, you are helping them pay rent. They will never. That's the first. The second group, Leah, are the group that they just take anything, then they throw it at you. That's why he said, this is your gifts. Take it to your kings and your masters and see if they will receive it. They just bring you useless things, things you can't do anything with. Look, Kenneth Hagan tells a story that one day his church, they, they brought him clothes. 
he and his wife. And when they brought their clothes, when they opened their suitcase of clothes, used clothes, worn out clothes. So he looked at the thing, he told his wife, go and throw it outside. Throw it in front of the house. And the wife said, why? He said, if it's not good for them, good enough for them, it's not good for us. Yeah, there are people who just give you, look, things that are useless, gifts that were given to them last year, Christmas, they couldn't use. Then they packed something, a coffee maker, they bring you a coffee maker. When it was brought to them, when they were assembling it, a part disappeared, so the thing doesn't work. Then they put it back in the box nicely, then they pack it, then they come and give it to you. Yeah. Oh, Bishop, I hear you really like coffee, so I brought you a coffee machine. Meanwhile, when you set it up, you get it didn't work. <laughs> yes, my house is a rubbish dump. I should keep it there. Yeah. What they couldn't use, somebody brought it to them, they couldn't use it. It's standing there. They don't know what to do with it. Then they repackage it. Then they bring it to you. Look, Christmas is coming again. You will see the surprises. <laughs> yeah, bring it to you. Useless gifts. You can't do anything. There are, I said there are three groups. So one group is they will not give anything. As I'm standing, I can see some of those people. Another group is that they will bring you useless gifts that you can't do anything with. Useless. I mean, totally useless. You can't do anything with it. You can't do anything with it. And we are bringing you, we are, Pastor, we are bringing you boxer shorts. What am I going to do? Do you, th- do you, do you know whether I wear boxer shorts or not? <laughs> what am I going to do with it? Uh, we, 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 Lady Pastor, we have bought you swimming costume. Have you seen her swimming before? <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> Useless gifts you can't do anything with. Useless gifts you can't do anything with. Then they have brought it. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Don't say that we didn't honor you. We know that next year you will preach about honoring and then you will say that we didn't honor you. So, Take this two-piece bikini and use it. <laughs> use it to swim in the in, in Sunduzi River. Go ahead and swim in the Sunduzi River. Yeah. And then there are, of course, those who truly honor you. And they honor you properly. Yeah. May you be among the third group. Amen. I said, may you be among the third group. They, look. And pastor, we have not had an opportunity. It's been three years. If you have not had an opportunity in three years, you are never going to have an opportunity again. (laughs) I hear that we have even changed presidents. If in three years, I have not had an opportunity, you will never have an opportunity again. You never three years, Senna, three years. How long have I known you? 2017, 2018, 2019. 2019 is finished. Hello. 
your smiles are not, it's not, we don't eat smiles. We don't eat smiles. So, Bishop, when I see you every day, I smile. Smile? Smile? Oh. Smile doesn't put fuel in my car, please. Three years only, three years old. If you haven't, then when are you going to? When? When? Need 10 years, one decade, 20 years, 50 years, 100 years. What are you waiting for? Spa is wild, though. It's a wild thing. No, when you have a problem, be sharp. When you have a problem, be sharp. No, Anna, not even once. Not even once. Church of God, I pray that God touches our heart. One reason why people don't honor is because they have not been taught. But tonight you have been taught. Thou art inexcusable, O man, from today. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer. Lift your hands wherever you are and just pray for yourself for a moment or two. Say, Lord, teach me to honor. Teach me to honor. Some of you have to change your behavior to honor. Some of you have to listen gladly to honor. Somebody, some of you have to recognize who you are dealing with as a way of honor. Whichever one it is. Some of you have to learn to honor with your substance. Whichever one you fall into, pray about it right now. Pray about it right now. Pray about it right now. Pray God will help you. When God's word comes, it means that God is going to help us. When God, so anytime God decides to preach to you about something, it means he wants to help you. That's what it means. He wants to help you. 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 Pray wherever I, Lord, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me for not honoring, for not recognizing your presence, for joking with your presence, for trivializing with your presence. When I come into your presence, for trivializing with it, help me. Forgive me. Have mercy on me and forgive me and forgive. Holy Spirit, please be merciful on me. Countless times that you have spoken to me and have not obeyed them. Forgive me. Have mercy on me, Lord. Have mercy, Lord. Have mercy. Have mercy, Lord. Have mercy, have mercy. Lord, have mercy now on me. Have mercy on us. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on us, Lord. Forgive me. Forgive me, Lord. Oh, Lord, forgive me. And I will be saved.
Say a nicer amen. amen. Say this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Why don't you put your hands together for Jesus? Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.